I want to invite you to join me for just a moment and uh, just taking a moment to reflect on what we have in our hearts this morning. If you'd close your eyes for just a moment and just place your hand over your heart. We just ask now that the power of the Holy Spirit would come upon each of us, each of our hearts, to help us to bring to mind this morning whatever it is that we might be bringing to this Eucharist, whether it be wounds that need to be healed, patterns of sin that we're trying to overcome, or gratitude for blessings we've received this week. And as we bring those things to mind through the power of the Holy Spirit, let us place them symbolically on this altar of sacrifice to be lifted up to the Father. I want to give you three images this morning to consider. And the first one is a very familiar one to us. It's the story of Adam and Eve, our first parents in the garden. And the image that I'd like us to consider this morning is that time when Adam and Eve had sinned. They had fallen away, eaten the fruit that they were not supposed to eat, and realized in that moment that they were naked. And so they hid from the Lord. The second image is one that we will hear about in the coming weeks, the story of the prodigal son. And the image here is the image of the son when he realizes what has happened, that he has squandered his inheritance, he's left in want, he has nothing to hold on to. And he realizes in that moment that he could go back to his father. And the plan he has is to go back to his father saying, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. And the third image is one that we will hear in our scriptures coming up in this Lenten season. And that is the story of the woman who was caught in adultery. And we can imagine that image. She's standing in a circle all alone, probably with her head down, feeling very ashamed as these men are standing there with these rocks ready to hurl them at her. The theme this morning, my brothers and sisters, is shame. And we can see that shame in each one of these portraits, in Adam and Eve as they're hiding from the Lord in the garden, in the prodigal son, who is going back to his father with his head hung low, and in the woman who is standing in the circle waiting to be stoned. Shame is different than guilt. Shame goes to the core, the very core of who we are. Shame is the lie that says we're hopeless, we're unlovable, we're incompetent. It's a lie that we believe about ourselves. And that lie causes us to feel disconnected from relationships in our lives, from people that we know and care about, and even from God at times when we feel so unworthy that we dare not even approach our loving God. Shame causes us to hide, just like Adam and Eve did in the garden. And we hide in all kinds of different ways, don't we? 
Sometimes we hide by putting on that false self, that facade of happiness that we parade out into public so people don't see what's really going on inside of us. We want to cover our nakedness. We want to cover our vulnerability, and so we create all kinds of ways to do that, to avoid that feeling of shame. Well, today Jesus takes Peter, James, and John up on a mountain, and he reveals his glorified self to them. He reveals the fullness of his divinity, and he's dazzling white, and they're struck with this image. And then the cloud comes, and they're in fear. They go in that cloud, and they hear the Father's voice, this is my beloved Son. Listen to him. And Moses and Elijah are there on that mountain as well, the Old Testament prophets. As the disciples see the fulfillment of the Old Testament, in the glorified Christ. This is my beloved son. Those words, my brothers and sisters, were not just meant for Jesus on that mountaintop. They're meant for us to take in as well, like a healing balm that comes against the lie of shame that some of us lived with. Each of us in this congregation this morning is beloved, beloved by God in a way that we can't even begin to understand in our humanity. We hear in Scripture, see what love the Father has for us, that we are called children of God. I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have called you, and you are mine. When we are cloaked in shame, we are like that woman standing in the circle, with people standing on the outside holding these rocks, ready to hurl them at us. And those rocks, my friends, are the lies that we can sometimes take in and believe about ourselves. It becomes so damaging for us. There's a beautiful story this week in the news from the Ukraine about a little girl named Amelia, seven-year-old, beautiful little Ukrainian girl. And she's in this bunker, underground bunker, with her family and a whole bunch of people from the town trying to escape the violence that was going on there. And all of a sudden, spontaneously, Amelia begins to sing in her native language. And she's singing a song that I bet all the children in the congregation here this morning would know. It's from the movie Frozen. It's called Let It Go. And so here is this scene, all these people, who are deep in shame, having to leave their homes and leave their belongings, and they're hiding out in a bunker, and this little girl is singing, let it go, 
let it go. And the tears are running down their faces as they realize that she's calling them to place all of this before the Lord, who knows exactly what they need. And just a few days later, this beautiful little girl and her family were safe in Poland. Hear these words this morning. You are beloved. Are we sinful? Yes. Are we perfect? No. Are we vulnerable? Yes. Are we in need of salvation? Yes. Are we constantly tripping and falling? Yes. Is each of us held in the Father's loving gaze? Yes. 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 My brothers and sisters, we are called to love ourselves with the same love that God loves us. We are human, we are flawed, we are broken, we are in need of redemption. All that is true. But God's love is bigger than all of that. Shame is a cross that many of us carry. God will use that shame to bring us closer to him if we allow him to do that. And when we struggle and when we fall, our loving God is there to pick us up and carry us again. Shame keeps us trapped in that circle. Our heads hung low, waiting for the next rock to come and hurl at us. Jesus wants us to receive his love and his healing touch. And where do we receive that? Right here in the confessional. Every time we walk into that room carrying our sins, we walk out freed and healed and absolved from those sins. Every time we bring our wounds and our sadness and our pain to this altar of sacrifice, it is transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit as this is lifted up to God the Father in heaven. My brothers and sisters, if we are living with shame, God wants to heal it. Be assured of that. The story of the woman who was stoned is a powerful story. She's standing there and Jesus approaches her and he addresses these men who are going to stone her. And one by one, they put their stones down and walk away. And Jesus looks at her and he says, has no one condemned you? No one, sir. Then neither do I. May God bless you.